All right, how we doing? Welcome back to the Sports Med Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Deepak Chona. Now, we got a ton of injuries for week two, so let's dive right in, starting with DeAndre Swift. He's questionable with an ankle sprain, but we'd highly expect Swift to play. Even though he misses, missed some practice time this week, low ankle sprains don't typically hurt running back performance on the stat sheet, so I'd plan to start Swift if he's on my roster. Next up, J.K. Dobbins. Really rooting for Dobbins off the big ACL plus LCL injury. This is looking like the week for him to return, and we're but we're avoiding him in all formats because you'd really expect a progressive type of ramp up in his workload. Otherwise, you risk seeing what happened to Chris Godwin pulling a hamstring last Sunday. Our database projects the workload limits to come off by about week six and Dobbins to look like 85% of his peak self by about week nine. So just have some patience here. He may be useful soon. Next up, Kenneth Walker. He's very likely to play and he's also likely to be a high percentage of what he was pre-injury. Abdominal and hernia-like groin procedures don't really result in much of a performance dip. So the main question here is opportunity. I am encouraged that he'll be startable in the coming weeks once we have a better sense of what his role is going to be in this offense. Next, Mike Evans. Very high likelihood that Evans plays. He's commonly been seen on the injury report, but he's generally able to perform pretty well. Calf injuries do have a minor drop on wide receiver performance, tend to be about a 10% decrease. But his playing style as an imposing physical wide receiver should help resist that trend. Starting Michael Mike Evans with confidence this week. Next up, Najee Harris. Harris is off the injury report, but even before the week one incident, Najee's original Liz Frank foot sprain was still projected to be affecting his performance until about week three. Now I expect him to play, but I do expect a production dip and an elevated re-injury risk. It wouldn't be that surprising to see Jalen Warren getting few extra touches out of the Steelers' backfield this weekend. Next, Alvin Kamara. He's in my own fantasy team and he's battling a rib injury that has kept him out of practice twice this week. Kamara still has a chance to play Sunday though. The injury is all about pain control, so if he's still able to get on the field, data suggests his performance shouldn't be heavily impacted, but be warned one big hit could significantly worsen this injury, so it's not really safe to bank on that typical Kamara production. I'm avoiding him in DFS, but keep a close eye on pregame inactive lists and have a backup plan ready on your redraft rosters in the probably over 50% chance that he doesn't play. Next, Michael Pittman. Now, Coach Frank Reich sounds like Michael Pittman is going to play, but I am doing my best to avoid starting him. Quad strains less than a week out from injury for wide receivers do tend to cause decreases in production and have high rates of re-injury. If he's on your year-long roster, you probably don't have a lot of better options, but for DFS, I'm going to pass this week. Next, Justin Herbert. Now, fractured rib cartilage is super painful, but it's not dangerous to play through. The key here is pain control. The average time missed is about two weeks, but hugely working in his favor is the 10-day recovery period that he'll have between injury and week three. Herbert will likely try a numbing injection to help get through this. We'll have to monitor practice reports closely this coming week. But at this point, I would anticipate a good chance of Justin Herbert playing week three. Next, Chris Godwin. The average hamstring strain takes wide receivers three weeks to return. But given that Chris Godwin just came off that ACL, I would expect them to take it slowly. It's possible that rushing back is what predisposed him to the hamstring strain to begin with. Now, I'm projecting return to the field around week five or six, but he should return at close to his pre-injury performance levels. 
And by the end of the season, Godwin is likely on track to look like a wide receiver one or two. Next up, T. Higgins. Nothing but good news here. Expect T. Higgins to play without restrictions. Wide receivers coming off of concussions tend to bounce right back to their pre-injury form. So I'm starting Higgins with confidence anywhere I have him. Next, Jameis Winston. Quarterbacks have high rates of playing through back injuries, even when they're listed as questionable or limited in practice, as Jameis has been this week. I would expect Jameis to be out there and to look mostly like his pre-injury self. Do keep in mind, though, that a big hit here could make this situation a lot worse. Next, Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones saying Dak may come back from thumb surgery on his throwing hand in four weeks feels downright outlandish. Aggressive return timelines are still five to six weeks, and that's how long Drew Brees took. Anticipate week seven or eight for Prescott's return, with him probably not being full strength until their week 10 showdown with the Packers. Next up, Julio Jones. No stranger to the injury report, but returning to practice Friday is a good sign that Jones will suit up. He's often been injured, but we'd be more concerned if he was battling a hamstring strain, which is what kept him out the last two years. This status needs monitoring on the pregame reports as we could get surprised, but I would lean towards Julio being available at close to normal performance level. Next, Keenan Allen. As expected, Allen missed week two with a hamstring strain. The average hamstring takes about three weeks for wide receivers, but we're hearing his described as mild. Therefore, we'd project a week three return at 90% of pre-injury performance levels. There's about a 20% reaggravation rate for wide receivers in the first few weeks back, but as long as he avoids that risk, then he should be fine to return to your starting lineups pretty much right away. Next, Leonard Fournette. Fournette, another buck who is no stranger to the injury report, but this time I'd also expect him to play. There's a relatively high reaggravation rate for hamstrings only one week after injury, so buyer beware a little bit. But three limited practices in a row this week suggest to me that Fournette is on track for a nearly normal workload. Next, Giants wide receiver Kadarius Toney. A reaggravation of a training camp hamstring strain does not sound promising here. He's a true game time decision, but I'd lean towards benching him in your fantasy lineups either way, given that this injury just occurred on Thursday in practice. More likely expecting him to play week three, but still only at about 80 to 90% of his pre-injury level. Next, Rams wide receiver Van Jefferson. Really had an emerging year last year and figured to be a good fit in the promising offensive role with Robert Woods now gone, as well as OBJ. But Van Jefferson still is out of practice. McVay is calling him week to week. Now, he doesn't look like he'll be on the field very soon. It's not totally surprising given that he had two off-season knee surgeries, but with the latest one being during training camp, he's probably still worth a buy low stash for later if you have an empty IR slot especially, but I wouldn't be looking for him to play really at all before week five or six. Next, Mark Ingram, running back for the New Orleans Saints, has limited been limited in practice all week with an ankle issue, but Ingram is very likely to play. Running backs don't tend to miss games for low ankle sprains, and they also don't generally cause much of a performance decline in running backs either. Now, especially if Alvin Kamara is out, you got to like Mark Ingram to have a big week, possibly a DFS value here. Next up, Wandale Robinson, the Giants wide receiver. Robinson has been ruled out, didn't practice at all this week. That suggests that Coach Dable and the Giants have been less than totally forthcoming about the seriousness of his injury. Most knee sprains for wide receivers take about three weeks, so I'd be looking for Robinson back on the practice field late next week or the week after in probably a limited capacity to start. 
Next up, Dontrell Hilliard, running back for the Titans. He's listed as questionable, but I lean heavily towards him sitting this week. Hamstrings for running backs usually progress through about three limited practice before they take the field. So look for week three to four as the more likely return. Next up, my Houston Texans, tight end Brevin Jordan. I'd lean towards him playing through his current ankle injury, but he's a case where you'll need to watch the pregame reports in order to know for sure. If he's out there, don't expect too much impact by the injury on his performance. And that's all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Deepak Chona. Hit me up on Twitter at SportMDAnalysis, Instagram at SportsMedAnalytics for more content like this, and go win your leagues.